Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek, Dave, and E-Money. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Nice to see you again. Super Bowl! <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. We, we cannot hold our excitement. It is the Thursday before the Super Bowl, which means it's the weekend before the Super Bowl. Yes, weekend starts here. Weekend starts here. So let's get it started. Gentlemen, cheers. Cheers. Super Bowl. Cheers. The four-day Super Bowl party has begun. Oh, it's going to be a good one, gentlemen. Super Bowl 40. Going to go down as a good one. Think so? I really do. I think it's going to be a really tight, tight game. Well, that the odds makers don't necessarily agree with you. Even though four is in a huge line, it's still a big number. Yeah, the, I hear crickets. Well, I mean, the four four really isn't that big. It's, no, you're it's right. Just how, you're right. It's just who's getting the four. That's what's kind of crazy. This is a, a number one seed getting that many points. That's kind of whacked. But uh, true, true. But they've been they've been getting this all year, so they're not they're not scared. Seattle is not scared. Is anybody ever going to give them props, or are they just going to go? Seattle? Are they going to go Pittsburgh, 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 Pittsburgh all week? That's all I ever talk. That's all anybody ever talks about. I think that's a I think that's a legitimate question because Pittsburgh has really blinded lots of people with the way they've just kicked everybody's butt to get into the Super Bowl. Beating Indianapolis at Indy, Denver at that Denver. helps a lot. Yeah, it does help a lot. Then the fact that Bettis is going home, playing in Detroit, go to your home. <laughs> it helps to get the hype up. Yeah, it certainly does. Yeah, but is, how much is playing time is Bettis going to have in this game? Well, it depends on if they get on the two or not. Right, because they're just going to give it to him. He's going to get his Dude, touchdown. That's some of the prop bets, too. Is yeah. it? His first run will be over one and a half yards. <laughs> that's, it's in there. Well, it is Super Bowl week. We are all Super Bowl in this sports cast. So, gentlemen, let me get your early prediction. Dave. Steelers. Evan. Seahawks. DC's going with the Hawks as well. Mike Holmgren's got a little bit up his sleeve. The guy's too good of a coach, I think, to, uh, to lose it. I don't really have the kind of faith in the Steelers team. Well, let's not forget they are a six seed. They've been, they've been playing and playing and playing. Um, I'm not taking anything away from what they've done. I mean, they've done wonderful things. It's amazing what they've done. But yeah. Remember, they are an AFC team. and AFC has been winning, but I don't think it's time for the transition. I think it might be time for a transition from the take it to the Pacific Northwest. Seahawks have the MVP. they got a great D. they got a good O-line. It looks like Hasselback is finally learning that West Coast offense to a yeah. T. they got you good have, wide receivers out there, wouldn't too. Wouldn't you put Hasselback? And Daryl Jackson's back this week. Would well, you put wait. Hasselback in the top 10% of quarterbacks in the league? So that means he would be well, top one, two, 10%. or three. No. <laughs> well, I would say top 10%. But that's, is, he one, is he in the top 10 starters in the league? Um, you know what? I don't know. I don't know his stats because I don't really know much about. I'm not talking stat wise. Talk about winning wise. Just talk from about what I've seen, I think he's just a great quarterback. He doesn't make any mistakes. He's he like a Tom Brady. He hasn't made a lot of mistakes lately. That's he hasn't had any uh, interceptions in the postseason. It's going to change this amazing. weekend. Whoa! That's a prop bet. Troy Palomalu. Palomalu. We know what he can do. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. So it's going to be. It's just going to be a great game. I really don't think it, you know, not one team, they're not one lopsided from another. I think it's just going to be a great battle. And you know what Porter's thrown in the mix uh these last couple of days, trashing a little talk. That's all right. Get the things going, you know. I like that stuff. There you go. Porter is going off on him too. Yeah. Well, that's his style. What are you going to do? He's got to be in the spotlight. That's, yeah. But uh that's all right. You know, let it let Seattle, they they'll take it. They're going to take it in and they're just going to come out and blast them. Porter better watch out. I see I think uh the Steelers defense can be- Backup Porter in general. They can uh, put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, they have real good linebackers there. Well, 
it's a shame that on Thursday before the Super Bowl that the focus in Detroit isn't necessarily on the two teams that will be playing on Sunday. It seems to be Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens. Well, especially around here. It's all you well, see. That's true, but it was it was the big headline on ESPN yesterday, and it was certainly the headline in the Inquirer and Daily News today about black-on-black crime and how because T.O. made the statement that I don't know if he even made the statement. I think Michael Irvin made the statement and T.O. agreed with his statement that he would rather have Brett Favre as a quarterback. And um, Donovan McDabb's dad made it a point of saying that why didn't he say Dante Culpepper or Michael Vick? Because they're not one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And certainly at the time, I think when they had the interview, Favre was coming off two really impressive weeks of football. And so they just said Favre. They didn't really say any... They didn't say a particular white quarterback. I mean, if he wanted to go for strictly a white quarterback, wouldn't he have said Tom Brady or Matt Hasselbeck or Carson Palmer? I mean, Donovan, McNab- Donovan McNabb's dad is cuckoo by saying that. And then Donovan, if he if he's making it a race issue, is absolutely out of his mind. I was going to say the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. There, he sounds a little cuckoo too. I totally agree with you, and I don't like to. I don't want to put a lot of. I don't want to beat down the. Uh, our franchise quarterback in this town, you know, because the guy's done a lot for this team in the city. I think he's a great player. I love him. Wouldn't want him anywhere else. But why would you make a statement like that? Why would you say it's black on black crime? Why would you? Why would you even let To affect you now? Why would you bring it up during the Super Bowl? Okay, he was asked the question. Right. Why don't you just say, "I'm here to represent Campbell Soup, Dan Patrick," and I can't really. Uh, I really don't want to get into To. He's no longer a member of the Eagles. What do you what what are you what's he trying to do? Does he really need the spotlight that bad? Maybe he does because of all this talk about how it's not his team anymore, and he wants to get his team back. I think if that's if he did that, what Derek said, I'm not here to talk about To. To's not going to be part of our team next year. I just want to talk about the players we're going to have. I'm getting back. I'm healthy. We're going to be bringing these players in. Not saying any players, but position wise, that's what I want to talk about. The future, the past is over with. Right. Wish him the best. Good luck. I can't do anything about what happened. I can't do anything about how bad it affected me as a quarterback and as a man, but I'm moving on, and there's no reason to dwell on it. And he took the high road for all those weeks. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So why, 20-some weeks he took the high road. Why do it now? Why say black on black and have headlines now? And why make it questions? And You know, there's people calling WIP today just lambasting this guy, just saying he's, just, he's not a leader. You're never going to win with him. You know, you should trade him right now. Trade him. Some guy yesterday called and trade said, him right now. Some guy called Howard Eskin and said that he would trade Donovan McNabb straight up for Brett Favre today. <laughs> and he and Eskin said, "Well, wasn't Favre. Andy Reid though, right?" No. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, and one, that was one of the reasons because Andy Reid and him have such a good relationship. Andy mm-hmm. Reid and Brett Favre. And the guy and Eskin goes, "Well, Brett Favre might retire before the start of the next season. What do we think about that?" He goes, "He don't care. He'll take Favre for one season." rather than having McNabb for, for another five. How dumb can you be, Eagles fans? How can you, even though Brett Favre is a first bout Hall of Famer... Oh, hold on, part of my fault. You're saying Brett Favre Hall of Famer. I thought we were talking about McNabb as a Hall no, of Famer. No, no, no. Okay. Who's legitimate? How can you suggest that you would even want him here? I don't know what people are thinking. They're blinded, just blinded by the by that terrible season they had last year. You remember when, they, when he got drafted, they didn't want him here. Every time he was doing something, if he did well, great. If not, as soon as he has a couple bad games, oh, we should have drafted Rick Williams. Oh, Williams yeah. goes down, or not goes down, but retires. Oh, that was a good pick. Oh, we should have drafted this guy. We should have went after that guy. 
I don't know. He'll never get the credit that he deserves. This town is But he also fitting. doesn't want to take that credit. Like, or not take the credit, but he don't want to lead the team. That's a very good point. And Hugh Douglas made that point today in the Inquirer by saying, McNabb is not a leader on this team. He needs people to lead the team in the locker room. He's a leader on the field. That's all. And when the game's over, he puts his clothes on and goes home. And that was taken nationally, too. That was in all the shows. Was it really? Yep. Well, if McNabb isn't a leader on the team, I mean, do you need to be a leader to be a good quarterback? Is he, does, does Donovan McNabb have to be a leader in order for this team to win a Super Bowl? I don't know if, like, when you're saying leader, like Aikman, I don't know if he was a rah-rah type leader because you'd have Michael Irvin doing that or you'd have Dion on defense or they had some players but there was out no there. Doubt that Let me ask you this. There's no Let doubt me that ask you this question, guys. If T.O. was on Brett Favre's team, would Brett Favre have allowed what happened to happen? Would he said, shut up and play? No, I, I think that Brett Favre would have laid down the law. Right. Now, and that's Don- a leader in my mind. And Donovan McNabb doesn't do that. Right. But get, answer my question. Do you need Donovan McNabb to be a leader on this team in order for this team, the Eagles, to win a Super Bowl championship? I say no. Well, I say yes because the players are talking about it and they're not happy with it. So obviously they, he does because the players are acting out about it. They but, want a leader. They need a leader. But Hugh Douglas said that Donovan McNabb is not a leader. Well, Hugh Douglas also said there are no true leaders on that team. Big Red thinks he has these type of players, but he doesn't. Sheldon Brown came back, said, you know what? I'm with these guys every day. I trust these guys. You guys got like players like Brian Dawkins and John Runyon. If you can't consider these player leaders, Hugh Douglas doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not in here every day. So okay. I agree with Sheldon Brown saying, you know what, B Dog out there, right? Runyon, he's been in the league. I don't necessarily know that Hugh Douglas doesn't know what he's talking about. He's been he was with this team for a very long time. That he was, and he might just be the most honest person that would say something like this. Everything else might stay in the locker room. That this could be guy, a possibility. This too. guy's got a radio job now, so he's going to tell it like it is. The one he's going to tell us about when To kicked his uh, his hiney all over the weight room. Well, I. Well, maybe he doesn't want to bring that up. I wouldn't want to bring up the beatdowns. <laughs> True. I'm just confused. I, I I assume that Donovan McNabb was a huge asset to the Eagles team, and he could possibly bring a Super Bowl championship to this town. But without, and I firmly believe this now, without a good supporting cast with hardcore leadership, he can't handle it. That's Anytime we watch the game, we always say, two-minute warning. There he is in the huddle, smiling, laughing. Right. No sense of urgency. He's not smacking someone on the helmet. Listen to this. Do this. Come on, boys. He's Get pissed off. Yeah. He doesn't do that. No, he's never done that. Even when he's throwing an interception. Yeah. Big grin on his face. Scratching his head. Okay, so, so yeah, he's scratching his myself. head. He's scratching his head when he throws an interception. I pulled my pancreas. <laughs> and then his dad has the audacity to bring something up like that, that T.O. is slighting him because he didn't pick a black quarterback. But that's I don't think T.O. is a leader either, not and, to – Think about this, though. Haven't we gotten past the point where the quarterback is just the quarterback now? He's not a black quarterback. When You know, when Randall was playing, he was a great quarterback, and he's a black quarterback, and he was breaking lots of new ground. But I don't think of Michael Irvin or, or Donovan McNabb as black quarter. I'm, I'm sorry, Michael Vick or Donovan McNabb as black quarterbacks. I think of them as good quarterbacks. So do I. I never, I never do that, think about that no, either. No, I don't think about that at all anymore. And also, I would like to take that back. I don't think Vick is a good quarterback. There's more and more so-called black quarterbacks coming out. You're going to have Young next year. You still got McNair, McNabb, Vic. 
Culpepper. Yeah. yeah, I mean, these are... The second Vic's going to be coming out. They're just quarterbacks, though. Oh, no, isn't he in jail? Who knows what's going on with him? <laughs> he could be. If not, he could be soon. <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. I don't know. and I, I don't... I don't know why Donovan McNabb's father has gotten any credibility in this case either. You know, just because he says it does that why does that make a headline? What 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 does he possibly have to do with the the chemistry on the Eagles team? He should just really shut up. Oh, this sounds exactly like Lindros with his dad. Doesn't it? Because when he played, oh, he doesn't have any heart, he doesn't play like this, he doesn't do that, he doesn't lead the team. He'll go out and score goals. Great. His dad started complaining. Bobby Clark said, Okay, you your son. You're out See of here. Yep. But the Eagles won't do that. Because Probably not. Because there is no – you can't give up a talent like that. Now, is he He is the face of the Eagles, though. Oh, yeah. He will be for he years He's the to franchise come. player, face of the Eagles guy. Yeah, so all you people out there that think you're going to get rid of Donovan McNabb, you're absolutely out of your freaking mind. It's never happened. They, they invested so much in this guy, so much time, so much money, so much effort, and he finally has come around where he knows what he's doing, and now you want to boot him out of the city? Insanity. Quarterback took you to the Super Bowl last year? Insanity. How many straight uh, division champions? Insanity. Five. Thank you. I want to hear all talk about that off the air. Talk what off the air? I want to hear all. No, I want to Uh, hear. No, not with you guys. I want to hear. I don't want to hear that on the radio anymore. Yeah, I want the issue to be dead. I mean, but he brought. He stirred it up again. He did. It was dead. There was no T.O. talks. I mean, he's going away to Denver, Dallas, Redskins, wherever he's going to go. But now he stirred up a whole other bunch of stuff for people to report about. And everybody's in Detroit. Every reporter known to man is in Detroit. Yeah. He's in Detroit. And now it's just more football stuff to talk about. Why doesn't he just, just calm down, Donovan? Why That's, now? Why now? That's the question. Because he's in front of all these cameras. Right. He's got to be on the center stage again. He missed it. Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be some tradeability now for T.O. now that there's, I think more, that there's teams more teams talking about it? I totally think so. But – do the Eagles have the ability to just trade him? Say, say Washington offers the Eagles a better deal for Tio's rights instead of and either Denver or Kansas City or something like that. One, do the Eagles want him in the NFC East? And two, if they get a better deal from Washington, can the Eagles just make the trade and then all of a sudden they has to go there? I think he'll go there, but he'll become a free agent. Like his contract would be okay. void. Like he'll get his release, and then he'll get five million dollars for that release if they don't trade him. Right, by a certain date. Right. What would you guys rather have? Would you like to see him in the NFC East, or would you like to see him in the AFC and you never see him again? Well, I got mixed emotions about that. Well, spill it. I, uh, I'd i love to see him. Yes, I want to see him in the NFC East. But he has to be in the Eagles jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, just for the, for the fact that he's got to play in Philly once a year. Yeah. And that could be really fun to watch. It would be nasty. I mean, it just gets so nasty. It'd be brutal. You, no security in the world can stop 60,000 fans from I mean, they're going to have to bring an extra police because <laughs> it will be bad. It will be and you bad. know he'll he'll taunt them all the whole oh, time, yeah. the whole game. You know, it will oh, it will yeah. be so nasty and the it's just going to be great. And that would be just good entertainment for sure. me. Sure. And that's oh. what it is. That's what the NFL is. It's right. a big sh- it's a sideshow now. Um, but on the other hand, of course, the other side of the coin but would you fear having him in the NFC East because he might kick the crap out of the Eagles twice a year? You know, I yeah, that's the other side of the coin. That's what I'm saying. You know, he 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 can do real well. He's a really really good receiver, the best receiver in the NFL. Tell you, first game he plays back in Philly, he scores a touchdown. He's going to give the little ten. He's eating the soup. Mm-mm, good. <laughs> that's for you, T.O. You can use that. Stomp on it, yeah, T.O. You can use that. 
You gotta have, you gotta pull out a towel though that says Philly Sportscast on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we sent him one. I don't know what he's gonna do with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing with that now. Okay. But Denver, if he goes to Denver, he probably won't get the ball as much. Oh, I think you get the ball all the time. Think so? Oh yeah, the snake. He would air it out. He's looking for a cat like that. Yeah, but Shanahan likes running. That's what I'm saying. That's a, the two running the backs right around two thousand yards. Yeah, but you don't you don't just bring To in and not let him do his thing. You gotta get you, you bring him in. Whoever team signs him, you gotta sign you let him. That guy's gonna get the ball. That's what you would hope. It's, it's, That's why he didn't want to go to Baltimore, though, when he first got traded. He said, I don't want to go down there. I'm yeah, not going to get the ball. Because nobody to throw me the ball. Right. And then he got traded to where exactly where he wanted to go, and he became a big bitch. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what he does uh, somewhere else. Maybe he'll keep a low profile, keep his head down for a year. Maybe he won't. That's exactly what he will do, though. He'll keep his head down for a year. And then it's all over. And then it's all over again. And it's all over. So, I'm sure this Do so you think Andy Reid, um, these, these teams that he's talking about, um, Gibbs – Hard nosed coach, old school. It's not Gibbs that wants him; it's Snyder that wants him. Oh, of course, him. I know. So he's just Gibbs a money. Can, he's just a money hungry. Gibbs is almost guy. on his way out there anyway. Um, Shanahan, these two coaches. Shanahan. Do you think that they can? Well, Chiefs also. Yeah, Herm Ed- Well, Herm Edwards, Edwards didn't say it. The owner Peter, said, yeah, "I think no." Peterson, Carl Peterson, the GM. Did oh, the say GM said, it. "Okay, yeah." Do you think that these coaches will be able to tame him? Do you think Andy Reid was too nice? Do you think Andy's too nice of a coach? Well, maybe he's two hands off looking for this shit to be taken care of in the locker room, and it wasn't taken care of in the locker room because there's no personality to step up against T.O. So, but Shanahan, on exa- for example, and Herm Edwards, for example, are two coaches that would set him straight, as far as I understand. You remember the beginning of last year, though? This Sports Illustrated interview, McNabb's like, you know what, he, he mows my grass, and T.O.'s like, he gets my newspaper. These guys seem like best friends. Yeah. Big Red made that thing. He said, you get so many touchdowns, you can wear shorts next year. Yeah, Big Red being Andy Reid. My fault, uh, Andy Reid. Right. It seemed like it was a perfect fit. Nothing could go wrong. Oh, but no, but T.O. started parking in the handicapped spot. He was uh, hurt. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's mentally challenged. Let him, <laughs> he is mentally challenged. Let him go. <laughs> Let him go, but... Just like us, we're, maybe we're dwelling on it a little bit too much. Yeah, maybe we are. We shouldn't even be talking about this guy's out. F him. F him in a year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Back to the soup. Cheers. Yeah, let's go soup. Super Bowl. But you know, the only reason we discuss it is because Donovan brought it up again. Dave. Yes. While it is a happy week, February, Groundhog Day today, the Groundhog saw a shadow. Ooh. Six more weeks of winter. Ooh. Dude, if this is winter, bring it on. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I, I up, just want to know where all the snow is. Day one year. You want to know where all the snow is? Yes. I don't want to know where all the snow is. I don't want to see it. What happened to days off from school? School delays? He's been working one month. He wants days off from school. Isn't that great? <laughs> Pissing me off, man. I said the other day, all it does is ring. Yeah, he's looking at the five down going up. Oh, not this week. That's the one day I'm looking. I'm like. Penridge and this and yeah. it was all the you know everything north of us. I'm like, cool, just a little ice. A two hour delay would be great. Back to my point. Sorry. While it is Super Bowl week and in the Groundhog Day and we're he- we're well on our way into February and NASCAR will start up again and then spring training and then fourteen days pitchers and catchers. Would be spring training. Before. Spring training and then NASCAR and then St. Patrick's Day and then opening day. 
Ooh. So this week kind of like kicks all that off. But you know, I am I'm a little sad. Why is that, pal? Oh. I know that this ends E Money's picks for the <laughs> NFL season. <laughs> and I'm I'm just I have no other way to recoup that income. Picks are done until next NFL season. You never know. I could pop up any time. I could pop up any time. You know what? It'll give us our listeners a lot of time to write songs for E-Money and his picks. Yeah. (laughs) Help us out here. (laughs) So, E-Money, are you going to send us off with a bang this year? Do you have picks for the Super Bowl? Do I have picks? The only thing he picked was heads or tails. (laughs) The only pick he has. Well, I think this is as good a time as any to start talking Super Bowl. Who you liking and... How are we going to get right. this started? Sounds good. That sounds great. Let's get it going on. This is Super Bowl time, boys. Let's go. <laughs> it's the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. It's this, time to play. This is the Super Bowl. I love it. I love saying the words. Seahawks. Super Bowl. V. Steelers. XL, baby. XL. XL. What do you got for us, E-Money? Well, I can't believe... That the Seahawks are getting four. NFC MVP, number one seed in their division in the playoffs. What's going on there, Dave? I don't know. Four, like D-Man was saying, does seem like a big number. You'd seem to think it would be a little closer. Right. Well, when 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 did you see a sixth seed given a first seed anything? True. Very true. I mean, this, and, you know, this is the first time six seed's ever been there. I just can't believe it. I, I, I can't believe it. And it's scaring me. It scares you as a better. Why is he? Why is this happening? Right. You want to say you want to go with Pittsburgh. You know they're evenly matched teams, but I'm going to tell you my pick right now. This is my pick. I like the Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks getting four. I love it. I love it. Do you but think they can win the game? I think they can win outright. Yeah, so we already yeah. said that. We so why wouldn't on. you? So that's why you would feel good about your pick because you think that this team can legitimately win this game. Exactly. So four points is gravy. Seahawks, Seahawks plus four in Super Bowl XL. And your main reason, Sean Alexander is going to go crazy, or um, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors. There's, I mean, first of all, these two teams are so evenly matched that it's very hard to, to uh, evaluate them. Right. But at the same time, if they're so evenly matched, how can you give the one team four points? There you go. Especially the team with the NFL MVP. I think it's just because of the, the teams. The Steelers beat on the way out there. Oh, it's, okay. there's, there's a lot of yeah, factors. On the road, and right. you know they had to go to who they beat first? Cincy. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, yeah. Then they beat Indy, Indy, and then they went to Denver. That is two, three crazy hard teams to, to win at. And they won pretty handily. That they did. Looking good. So they're looking good. You're right. And they're going to wear their white jerseys, their away jerseys, yeah, even because though they, they are the home team. Because they've been away all four games, three games. Oh, yeah. Why Why screw it up, huh? Hey, you know what? That's what it's all about. Let you me know? ask you. Who's Any a, sports team has stuff like that. Trends. Top, yeah. top of your head, who's a better coach, Holmgren or Cower? Dave. Holmgren. Holmgren won a Super Bowl. He's getting four points. Top of your head, who's the best, Who's the better running back, Sean Alexander or Willie Parker? Will, Willie Parker. Alexander. Alexander, of course. And he's getting four points. Top of your head, who's a better quarterback? Hasselback or Roethlisberger? I would say that would be even. Yeah, it's tough for me to say who's better because I don't really watch Hasselback. Now, you have Steelers fans out there that will go. These guys are absolutely out of their mind. Roethlisberger's record is some kind of crazy, like 13-2 and two number. Not when he higher starts, than that, yeah. It's, it's an, how can you possibly pick Matt Hasselback over, over uh, Roethlisberger? Here's a really good answer. 
Roethlisberger really doesn't know what he's getting himself into. This is the Super Bowl. Now, granted, Hasselbeck hasn't been there. Am I correct? He might have been there with Green Bay back in the day but as he a backup. He never played. Okay. But he has many, many more years of experience yes. than Roethlisberger has. Right. And they have two totally different offenses that they deal with. You know, they don't do the short uh, West Coast pass like the Eagles do. Um, Roethlisberger does the long, you know, the five, seven step drop backs, looks for his receivers. I don't think he's going to have the time to do that. And they have to establish a running game. And Roethlisberger cannot come from behind. He's very bad coming from behind. So if they get a lead on them, it's all over for them. That's what I think. This is what I, this is what right. I see. Because I watch Pittsburgh all the time, and I see it. If Seattle gets a lead, Pittsburgh's screwed. I think so. That's what I think so. And do you think Seattle can pound with, with Alexander in that, in that Pittsburgh defense? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. There's no doubt about that. Um, let me just break it down for you guys a little bit. Please do. Uh, with the rushing. We were talking about Seattle. We were talking about Alexander. We were talking about what Pittsburgh has with the rushing. Of course, um, he's, you know, Seattle has the MVP with Sean Alexander, and he's healthy. And Max Strong, blocking for him. He's a great blocker. I mean, they have great blocking, this team. Probably the best blocking in the league with the uh, left offensive tackle of Walter Jones and the uh, left guard of Steve Hutchinson. These guys are good. And there's a reason why Sean's got this MVP because of this blocking unit. Right. And uh, if the blocking unit, it can be a really huge part of Alexander's day if it, turn, if it pans out, which is I don't it, know if it's going to. Is the blocking unit another, another name for offensive line? Well, no, not just the no, offensive just line. Two of those you got the fullback back there, maybe the tight end coming over. The left left hand side of that line, okay, where he likes to run, right on, exactly. Right on. Okay, not just the line. Yeah, when Max Strong's out there, gotcha. Everyone's blocking well over there. So if that unit can can block for him, he can have some major cutbacks, do some good things. Um, it's going to be very important for them to establish that early, early. Oh yeah, I totally think that you got to you got to establish a ground game early in this particular Super Bowl. These two teams are going to beat each other to death. Like if, if uh, Jones and Hutchinson can contain uh, Larry Foote and James Farrier, those linebackers of Pittsburgh, it's going to be nice. But we're just going to have to see. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it because this defense is so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if they do, which they can do, which you've seen them do in the season, I mean, they've won 14 in a row, for God's sake, then it's going to be, uh, it's going to be nice for Alexander to establish that running game and set up some play action, get Hasselbeck out there. I don't know if you know off the top of your head, who is the tackle for the Steelers on that side? That was a gentleman who came in and hit uh, Carson Palmer, knocked oh, him out. right. I think right. it was uh, like Van Oberlin or... Von, Von Olerhofen. Yes. Von sounds Olerhofen. good. yeah. He was the one who came in and I think knocked down Carson Palmer. Yeah, and he was really classy about it. He didn't want it to happen. He was an ex-Bengal um, as well. Right. So they got a pretty good defense on that side. Yes, they do. Yes, it's going to be do. a very nice battle over there. It is. It's going to be. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. It's just going to be great. I'm excited about it. But I think, yes, Seahawks getting four. I think if they can establish this run, running game, it's going to be good for them. So that's where I'm at with that. And that's. I keep hearing that they're going to take out Max Strong, put in like a three wide receiver set with Jackson, um, Ingram, and Joe Jaravicius. Yeah. Try to spread it out. So you're taking away part of the blocking right there. Exactly. That's what Holmgren wants to do, probably spread it all out. Because, you know, if you've noticed, Pittsburgh's an amazing blitz defense. Right. 
but they're not a good cover defense. They can't cover real well. Well, they can cover, but they can't cover as good as what they're showing in this playoffs because they're blitzing them and not giving them time to throw. Right. So if they can spread it out, that could be good things. That way they won't have people rushing all the time because they're going to have to ho- come back and cover. Like Porter, he's going to have to go back into right. coverage. They want them people to jump back into coverage. So, But can he afford to jump back in coverage if uh, Sean Alexander is going to be running the ball? Well, at some point they're going to pass. Yes, but play action really plays a lot. Well, that's what you're saying. There. Porter's going to have to cover Alexander coming in the back. He's not going to be covering Joe Jaravicious. Right. But that's, what about play action, though? What if they play if they fake it to Alexander? Alexander, where's Porter? He's coming up. If he's coming up, yeah, if play he's run first. first. Got to play run first. first. So he's going to get stuck, though. Right. But that's if they establish that run. They got to establish that run. It's absolutely imperative. It's imperative for both teams. You know who it's going to really affect though? It's going to be uh, how do you say Palomalu? Palomalu, yeah, because he's the one who comes blitzing up a lot. Yes, they'll bring up that strong safety. If they have three wide receivers and they have Stevens as a tight end going out. He's not going to be able to blitz. He's, not he's going to do that. And I think you're going to see a lot of that. You may see. You may see um, when if they get the ball first, you may see a, a passing first down. You don't know, right? You don't know, but you may. But probably you're going to see some running games to keep the jitters down. Get the jitters. You don't down. really see Seattle coming out and like trying to surprise them by passing all the time, do you? No, I don't. But I'm not Mike Holmgren either. Right, that's Holmgren that's true. could go that's something true. crazy. He can. Oh yeah, he's got. I'm sure he's got some tricks up his sleeve because he. But that could hurt him though. If that's if your game plan is run, 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 run. If you got the MVP running back, yeah. Now you're going to say, you know what? We're going to go three wide receivers, spread it out. We're going to pass the ball. Is Hasselback going to be able to do progressions to the third, fourth receiver? That's a good question. It's a great question. So dude. maybe they won't start with that. I can see how they wouldn't start. That's a yeah. good point. Really good point. Let's 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 keep it to what our style. Let's keep it what we do because it's been, obviously worked. Right. So, but hey, you know, you see Pittsburgh. They've done it against. Um, the Colts, they did it last week, two weeks ago. They came out passing. They are a run team, established a run first, second down, run, 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 jamming up your throat. Boom, they changed their whole style for this playoffs. Yeah, but, dude, um, Carolina's defense is no slouch, and Seattle really manhandled them because they were on the field basically the whole game. Yeah, Peppers was hurt. They lost Deshaun Foster, who didn't even play. Nick Gomes okay. was basically the third running back because right. it was Davis. Gone. He was gone. I think they had Hoover in there. Who? Ver. He wasn't <laughs> sucking up the the yardage either. <laughs> um, and just to dabble in the uh, Steelers de- uh, Steelers rushing game, like we said, like the, historically, they always run. They pound it up your throat. That's like the, what they do. Right. They always do that, and they haven't been doing that this playoff. So we don't know what they're going to do with that. If you saw, you know, you watch these games against Denver, first down, second down, first down, they're coming out passing the ball. They don't ever do that. And so now no one knows what they're going to do. And with their, their blitzing schemes and their package, Holmgren, he's going to – it's going to be crazy because they're going to um, they're gonna blitz him. They're going to get Hasselback a couple times. Right. And there's just no doubt about it. They're just going to get him. They're going to – you know, if they don't know if they're going to pass first or if they're going to run first, they're going to establish uh, Bettis, Willie Parker. I don't think they have a better running core like the Seahawks do. I think Alexander's just unbelievable. And no Very one true. even you – know, I mean – NFL even recognizes it, and they don't. No one even talks about it. I don't even understand what's going on with these with this uh, this media crowd over there in Detroit. You know what I'm saying, D? I do know what you're saying. And if Seattle's not getting the props they deserve, then something could they could come out and they could destroy this Pittsburgh team. But I think Alexander going against the Steelers defense and Bettis and Parker going against the Seahawks defense is going to be closely matched there. Yes. If you go, who's the better running back? Yeah, you're going to say Alexander. You're going to say. He's head and shoulders above these guys. But against the Steelers' defense, I think that's what kind of brings him down and will help 
Bettis because they're playing against the Steelers defense. To me, like we said, we really don't get to see the Seahawks that much. There's a game on. We're watching the Steelers here on you know, the AF, AFC channel. We don't get to watch the West Coast that much. We, right. We see the Chiefs, stuff like that. We don't see the NFC West that often. Okay, quick question. What does the what do the Steelers have to do? That's, I think with two weeks off, not to cut you off there, but two weeks off, it's going to definitely benefit the defense. The defense gets to see every game that they did. It's going to really help them on both sides. So the first half you're going to have, let's not make any mistakes. Let's run, 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 punt, short pass, go like that. So I think you really want to control the clock. You want to get better field position to try to get a field goal. And then once you start scoring, then everything's going to start clicking. And come the second half, that's when we're going to start seeing some bigger plays. Maybe the flea flicker, something like that. Bettis throwing the ball. Alexander throwing the ball. Like you're gonna, like these two coaches are going to have to see each other's teams. They want to know what they're doing, what their schemes are. And not, and you know, we were talking about the defense. Seattle's defense is giving up less than sixty yards a game in the last month and a half. Sixty yards total a game. Yeah, rushing. Oh, okay. Woo. In. Just in the playoffs? Yeah, in the playoffs, and I think it was week, you know, okay, right, week sixteen. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta watch. Hey, man, I don't think Willie Parker's that good. Oh, fast Willie's not that good. He can stretch a defense. That's if you put the bus in there and just let him get his two, three yards or whatever, pound and pound. So, him. what's the over under for um, Pittsburgh rushing in the Super Bowl? Dave? I think, uh, I believe Bettis was around like thirty eight and a half, and I think Willie Parker was sixty five and a half. But do you, for you, oh, do you for think me. they get less than 60 total? Yards, no. I think they'll get over 60. Team rushing between Roethlisberger getting his okay. seven yards. Right. And then. Well, here's a quick question for you, though. If they have less than 60 yards from their running backs, do the Steelers win the football game? No, you can't. No. No way. I don't think so either. You can't resort to just passing alone. There's no doubt about it. Who makes mistakes in the Super Bowl? Which quarterback is going to throw the INTs? Roethlisberger. You really? Yep. I think I Ross going to do it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to say about that because the kid doesn't make any freaking mistakes. Look, same with Hasselback, though, too. I didn't this year. Roethlisberger reminds me of like Tom Brady. Comes in, plays fine. You know what? He only might get two hundred twenty-five yards passing, or whatever. He doesn't throw the three hundred fifty yards. He gets big games. Seems very confident. Oh yeah, knows how to run the team. Yeah, definitely. I mean, great points. So that's – I can't see – well, I mean, not that I can't see him throwing an interception. I can just see him controlling the game better. I can't see jitters really getting to him. Well, what I see is um, when I say ha- when I say Roethlisberger, I'm meaning because of watching Hasselback and watching Seattle's D against Carolina pick up three picks off Jake DeLume, who is really not nothing to shake a stick at either, this quarterback. Was a Super Bowl quarterback, though. Was a Super Bowl quarterback. So, I mean, they were everywhere. Everywhere. And when they shut down that running game, which, of course, Carolina didn't have, right. um, they just sat back and just made their plays. And um, Tatupu was everywhere. And he's going to be everywhere. There's, there's no doubt about that. The guy's insane. Insane. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, Hasselbeck hasn't made any interceptions. Rossberg's made one. You know, you take it for granted. You take it for what it is. And Rossberg threw five. In the uh, postseason last year. Who wins the Super Bowl, Evan? Who wins the game, regardless of points? Seahawks. Yeah, you already said the Seahawks. That's You? I'm saying Steelers. And I'm saying Seahawks, too. Right. And then the four points is gravy money. And you know what, everybody? We could be sitting here, you know, holding our hats next week. 
about the whole thing, but I just don't see it happening. When you see it on paper, when you see these two teams. And how evenly matched they are. And how evenly matched they are. And we haven't even talked about the passing yet. We're, we have, but we really haven't. We haven't, yeah, we we haven't hit, delved into it. It's like an iceberg. We got the top. Let's get to the meat now. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about Hasselback. He's been amazing this postseason. 36 for 54, 434 yards, and zero INTs. And that's key. It no is inter- key. West Coast offense, that's all they do is pass. Right. Yep. You know, when he gets back, dropping pass, 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 pass. But there's those three, five-yard passes. I mean, Rossberg's throwing the deep ones. But at the same time, he's been consistent, right. real consistent. And he's been in this system for a very long time. Ross has been in his system for two. It's a simpler system Rossberger has. But Hasselback is more complicated, but there's more thing, more effectiveness, right. I think. Because I see the Eagles every day. I like watching the Eagles, and I know what they can do. True. Uh, what McNabb can do with uh, all his receivers. Um his receiving core is healthy with uh, Daryl Jackson's back. I think that's going to be huge. Um, they're going to be able to spread it out like we talked about. Um, everybody talks about Heinz Ward and the rookie tight end, Heath Miller. Um, but Jeremy Stevens, he's a tight end for, for Seattle. Yes. He's very underrated, just as all these this whole team is because, you know, no one talks about right. it. And they're, you know what? And they're, they're pissed off, this Seattle team, because no one's getting any respect. Respect. They want to gain respect. So all this stuff going on, they're getting, they're pissed. I wouldn't put too much into that, though. Is this the whole object of the whole Super Bowl or the whole uh, playoffs this year? New England was complaining about respect. Jacksonville com- complaining about respect. Now Seahawks, no respect. Oh, I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the other two teams are already out. But yeah, I think you seriously need to break this down. Where on earth does a six seed come off to give a one seed – with the MVP in the league, four points in the Super Bowl on a neutral turf. And have Jerry Porter talking shit about him. What's the story? What What is going on here? I i don't know. It's freaking me out. It should be freaking you out. They're the dominant team. And you sit there and smile and say Steelers all day. Where are you coming off? Justify I, it somehow. I, I already told you. I like the right side defense against the left side offense. You bring Max Strong out of that, you're going to spread the ball out some. That's not their game. They're not a passing game. He might be fine throwing little three-yard passes. Once he starts spreading the ball out and he has to go through his progressions, that could hurt Hasselback. You take Alexander out of the game, it's a totally different team. Which is probably which is, which is going to be Pittsburgh's game plan, taking him out of the game. You got to. It should be everyone's game plan. Not a lot of people were able to do it. No one's been able to do it. So what makes you think the Steelers are going to do it in the Super Bowl? Because of their defense. I but like their defense. you don't think Sean Alexander's getting just as hyped up as the Steelers Oh, he's probably getting defense? hyped up, yeah. But I think two weeks off always benefits the defense. For one half, that defense will be able to say, okay, this is what his tendencies are. This is what they're going to do. Jeremy Stevens comes on. He's in motion. Okay, this is the kind of play they're going to do. They're going to know right. what's going to happen. No, I, I agree with you, Dave. Uh, but I just don't, I don't see how you can discount Sean Alexander and just say, Oh, I'm when not discounting well, no, well, when he gets uh, eliminated from the now, game. Now, not to harp on Dave. I mean, he 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 did say, you know, these teams are evenly matched. You could go either way. He, but he's taking Pittsburgh, and he picked Pittsburgh before the wild cards even started. Yeah. So he's got a little. He's got a little. Uh, I know. got. Yeah, I still got to go with him. So he's got to go. I'm with not him. saying they're going to shut down Alexander, but I'm just saying his tendencies to go to that side. He's running into a brick wall now. If you had to bet the game, if you had to if bet, I the had game, to bet the game. That's. A, Bet it, dude. I'm not, got? I'm not eating money, so right. I'd probably follow his bet and take the Seahawks at the four. But four, four, you have four is huge, man. Anything over a field goal is huge in this yeah. game. 
It is huge because this te- this game is going to be good. It's I think it's going to be real good. Yeah, it's I really. Good. I was happy to see this. I would even with Carolina. If Carolina came in here, I thought it'd been a good Super Bowl because they have a great defense. Right. That's it. Should be really fun to watch. I totally agree. You got anything else for us, Money, as far as the stats? Um, I said earlier in the podcast, um, the X factors. I got X factors this week. Oh. Hasselback's going to have to um, to watch Palomalu no matter where he is because Hasselback's also a big audible guy, just like um, Peyton Peyton Manning. And look what they did with him. So they're he's, they're going to have to watch that audibles and his checking because. Um, Palomalu is all over the field. It's going to freak him out. That's the whole that the whole defense. Pittsburgh's defense is what they're going to do. Is going to try to freak Hassel back out. Right. Just right. like they they just like they do with the Colts, and it worked. And they're going to go right in the same deal. So if they can make that, if Hasselback can make some plays, they're they're not going to know what to do because they blitz so much. There's going to be people open, right. and Hasselback's going to be patient back there and go boo boo. That's what he has to do. What's it going to be like again? Boo boo. Sweet. Um, but uh, I also have an over-under pick. I'm thinking over because I love the over. What's the over-under number? 47. Wow. So you're talking somebody, some team has to score th- 25 for this thing to go over. So you're talking 27-23? Well, let's, well, I like the over. I like the over. I don't know what the score is going to be, but we can, we can start with Dave, and we can go around in a bit, and we can talk about what, the, uh, who we, what we think the score is going to be. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's Dave. end it with that. Well, I want to end it, but we don't have to start with Dave. If you want to think about it, I'm ready. Yeah, I want to do a. Um, I want to do our favorite prop picks off the prop sheet. Okay, so if, each one of us could pick our favorite prop wager here, and then we will go from there. What? I like I like tails. Not always like for prop <laughs> bets. It's not really a prop bet, but when you're watching a game, it's kind of like the prop bet: who's going to score the first point for the game. If you're at a party, anyone listening, do this. You got 10 people. You throw in Hasselback, Alexander, two wide receivers, and put the field for the other. And defenses. Yeah. They get everyone. You know, you all throw five bucks in. Whoever scores, you have the name, you get it. I like that. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the prop bets, I guess, of who's going to score the first touchdown. So, you money, how about you? You're going, your prop bet is, is the coin toss. What do you like coin toss wise? My prop bet is the coin toss. I like tails. Good idea. <laughs> Bet it hard. <laughs> Look, I heard Tails is a uh, 55-45 favorite this year. <laughs> no, everybody, bet Tails. Bet it hard. I'm telling you right now. I got a guy on the inside. I am going to take, in my prop bet this year on my sheet, I'm going to take the team to record the first pass interception of the game will be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. Minus 110. That means they're going to throw the first interception? No, they're going to get the first interception. So, so you're saying Hasselback, Hasselback is going to mess up? Interception. Yes. I think he will. I think and they're still going to the win. But you still picked them to win. Oh, that doesn't mean one interception is not going to kill anybody. It could be well, at the end of the first well, half. That'll be his first interception of the postseason. That's right. Right. doesn't mean they're going to lose the game. Okay. To end the show, gentlemen, your pick and score for Super Bowl forty. Dave. 27-21, Steelers, X-Factor, Antoine Randall. Okay. Runs one back. MVP? Okay. We'll go Big Ben. Big Ben is MVP. E-Money, you're on the board. Um, I'm going 31-21, Seahawks. Ooh. MVP? Um, Sean Alexander. DC 
is going. <laughs> Twenty to sixteen Seahawks MVP Matt Hasselback. Nice. He runs one in. So <laughs> I'm sure it is a prop bet. I think Hasselback will run one in. Sweet. All right, everybody. You guys got our picks. You got our thoughts. I hope you uh, get on the forums and talk about it. Talk about how bad Derek's picks are. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, buddy. I love you. I know you love me, Ev. Yeah, got enjoy to, the to. picks. Try them out. Use e-money. You yep. made lots of money this year. And uh, good luck don't, with everybody. Use e-money. He's saying use e-money. He picks the Steelers. Oh, so right, I don't know what's going on. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Don't, hey, the big guy picked the Steelers hey, at the beginning of the playoffs. Hey, Don't even have, worry about that. Yeah, the Steelers right. might win, and the Seahawks might cover. Exactly. That's, that could easily Woo. happen. And that's it. That's it, guys. Uh, well, don't forget, uh, upcoming shows here. First of what may be several, Philly Sportscast AV Clubs. Why don't you explain that a little bit, D? This, what we're, what we're planning on doing is doing a rundown. Because there's a lull in the season, pre, post-Super Bowl and pre training we're going to go with the highly anticipated sports illustrated swimsuit issue the three of us will have our copies and we will go through them for the first time on the air page by page so when this when this sportscast goes live if you have a copy of this swimsuit issue in front of you you'll know exactly what we're talking about at all times if you don't hit pause go get a copy of it go get and one follow along it'll be well worth it it will be it's like reading with uh, LeVar Burton there, reading Rainbow. Right. <laughs> but for Twisted Sports Alex. Hey, it's Sports <laughs> Illustrated. What do you want us to do? We're covering all sports here. Right. So we're, what we're going to do, we realize a lull in the sports season as well as anybody else does, and we're going to go with the Sports oh. Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. Okay, that's it. Good night, all. Good night.